people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. And tonight we're pleased to present Tom Ryford, Assistant Secretary of Commerce for the State of Maryland. Welcome, Tom, to Travel Itch Radio. Oh, thank you very, very much, Dan, and thank you, Mary Ellen. This is a a great honor for me to be on this show, 446 episodes, and you wait until this one to to have me here, so thank you so much. (laughs) We've been saving the best for last, although this is not certainly the last show. But anyway, I've been to Maryland many times. I'm a huge fan. I also found out there's a lot more to your state than Baltimore. So let's start with the bicentennial of Harriet Tubman's birth. Please tell our listeners who she was, where she lived, and what's planned. Well, thank you very much, Dan. Uh, Harriet Tubman, the national treasure, the Moses of her race, the probably the most famous underground railroad conductor. She was born and, and raised in, in Maryland, in, in Dorchester County. Uh, she was born in slavery on Maryland's eastern shore, and she went on to become one of the most uh, successful conductors on the uh, famous Underground Railroad, bringing people uh, north to freedom. Now, she also served during the Civil War as a nurse, uh, also a spy, and she uh, led Union soldiers on a raid to free uh, slaves. She was also known as a suffragette, and she opened later what was called the Home for the Elderly for former enslaved persons in Auburn, New York, not far from Syracuse, where she lived until her passing on March the 10th, 1913. And you're correct that this is the 200th year of her birth. Now, her courage, determination to be free of enslavement, but also her unwavering faith make her an inspirational historic figure as well as a cultural icon. Maryland has a lot of uh, activities and a full slate of events planned for her 200th birthday. There's a big uh, kickoff event happening on March the 12th and 13th at the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad State Park and Visitor Center in uh, Church Creek, Maryland. Now, the park is also celebrating its fifth anniversary that same weekend. A lot of programming includes uh, performances by a renowned historic reenactor, Melissa Sparks, who's playing Harriet Tubman. Also, there will be a lecture by Tubman biographer Kate Clifford Larson and uh, guided nature tours by a noted African-American historian, Tony Cohen. Now, for the entire month of March, 
Some of the facts from the recent archaeological dig and historic survey of her father's cabin will be on the full public display for the very first time. Now, additionally, the Maryland State Archives is loaning the receipt from the midwife that delivered Harriet back in 1822 during these uh, celebrations. Now, if you just can't make it to any of these special events, we do encourage you to explore the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad All-American Road Scenic Byway. It's a great section of Maryland with lots to see and lots to discover. The Tubman Byway is a self-guided driving tour that goes for 125 miles, and it's just absolutely beautiful, Dan. Mary Ellen, the landscapes, the waterscapes of Maryland's eastern shore. It then continues for 98 miles all the way up through Delaware before ending in Philadelphia. It's the only place in the world that preserves and interprets the places where Harriet Tubman was born, lived, labored, and where she fled from. That's good to know. Good to know. Uh, Moving on, Maryland's Eastern Shore made National Geographic's list of the 25 top world destinations to visit in 2022. I've been to St. Michael's a few times, staying at the Inn at Perry Cabin, and really enjoyed it. I love the Chesapeake Bay Maritime Museum and understand their new tours this year. When people want to get off their feet, do you recommend the scenic river cruise on the Patriot? Well, thank you. I'm glad you mentioned uh, St. Michael's. What a, what a great spot and a beautiful museum. And, yes, the Patriot cruises, uh, well, it lasts a little over an hour. And in addition to the um, historic narration that happens on the cruise, guests can spot uh, local wildlife, uh, including ospreys and uh, dolphins. You can also take a scenic river cruise aboard the historic 1920 by boat, the Winnie Estelle, that's docked at the Chesapeake Bay Maritime Museum. Now, by boats are historic Chesapeake Bay boats used primarily to offload, uh, offload oysters from skipjacks. Those are the sailing vessels that are used to harvest oysters who then remained out on the bay to harvest more oysters. And then they take the catch to the markets that are on shore. Now, the Chesapeake Bay Maritime Museum is uh, on our crab and oyster trail, which is in addition to uh, uh, restaurants uh, serving crabs and oysters. It also includes a roundup of all the museums and attractions where you can learn a lot about the history and the heritage of the Chesapeake Bay watermen. You can find out more by going to uh, cbmm.org or also patriotcruises.com. Now I hear... I hear that there's also a great thing to do in Worcester County, also on the eastern shore, and that's a two-and-a-half-hour cruise on a paddle-wheel riverboat called the Black-Eyed Susan. We hear it as lunch, dinner, cocktail time cruises, so there are lots of choices. Can you tell us about that? Sure, and I'm happy to. That's a lot of fun, the Black-Eyed Susan. To be to be on a paddle-wheel steamer, just imagine how much fun that is. It it, it used to operate uh, for years up in uh, Haver de Grace, Maryland, uh, and it's now moved to Snow Hill, Maryland, there in Worcester County. Uh, that It just uh, had its grand opening there last June. It's fully ADA compliant. The season runs from April the 20th until October the 31st. You can learn more on bes 
snowhill.com. That, of course, stands for Black Eyed Susan. So BES-snowhill.com. And and you were saying, um, what about the Annapolis Maritime Museum and the Skipjack Wilma Lee? Um, that's back in operation for public sales. And isn't the museum divided into three thematic sectors? Well, that's true, Mary Ellen. Visitors uh, can learn all about the health of the Chesapeake Bay and Maryland's uh, oyster economy and also uh, the waters of Annapolis. There are two aquariums in the Annapolis waters uh, section that demonstrate the change in water quality for the Chesapeake Bay over a a long period of time. Uh, Our then aquarium shows a recreation of a 17th century bay, while the now aquarium mirrors the water quality of the bay today. There's also a high-tech interactive element with a holographic waterman. Uh, please find out more at amaritime.org slash museum, and you can learn all about the exhibits at that great museum in Annapolis. It sounds great. We're talking with Tom Ryford of the State of Maryland Commerce Department. Another boat trip is available at National Harbor on the Maryland side of the Potomac. Visitors can take a two-person Craig cat with a knowledgeable guide in a separate boat. It's a two-hour voyage from National Harbor to Mount Vernon, the home of George Washington. What can boaters expect to see from the river, Tom? Well, i got to tell you, that's a lot of fun. Of course, the Potomac River is a Maryland river. Uh, it's entirely uh, owned by the state of Maryland. Now, these two-person boats are a real joy. They're a, they're a ball and a lot of fun exploring that part of what's called the nation's river, the Potomac. Among other sites uh, on the uh, boat tours, Passengers can see the National Harbor waterfront, including that giant, uh, the Capitol wheel with its awesome enclosed uh, gondolas, and Mm. the Awakening sculpture, which is a world-renowned sculpture right there in National Harbor. Also, you'll be able to see a a great lighthouse, the Jones Point Lighthouse, and of course, George Washington's home, Mount Vernon, you can see uh, quite clearly because it's right there on the shore, and a lot of wildlife in the Potomac River, including bald eagles uh, and and more ospreys. Um, You can find out more by going to monumentalboattours.com and uh, find out all about what are called Craig Cats. It's the neatest thing, a two-person boat. Sounds good. Gaylord National Resort, the largest hotel property in the greater D.C. area, renovated its rooms during the pandemic. That sounds like a huge job for a property with 2,000 rooms. Oh, you're, you're not kidding, Dan. Uh, it was an enormous job, and uh, it was just absolutely wonderful that the Gaylord uh, National Harbor did that. And, it's, and you're right. It is the largest hotel, the largest number of rooms and suites in the state of Maryland. also offers the largest square footage of conference uh, center space within any hotel in Maryland. Now, the hotel went, uh, underwent a, a, a huge multi-million dollar renovation uh, during COVID. It is absolutely spectacular. Uh, visitors will also have plenty to experience there, including a beautiful, stunning 19-story landscaped atrium, also a full-service spa there at the hotel, um, mm. replay at uh, the Posse Rooftop Lodge, Um, an 80s-themed pop-up bar 
uh, replay it to the uh, Pose Rooftop Lodge, uh, offering uh, river views, over-the-top milkshakes, and a lot more. The rooftop bar features insta-worthy environments, neon lights, retro arcade games, and the best in 80s music. Also, the old Hickory Steakhouse there with the amazing, decadent premium beef, uh, wonderful cheeses, and handcrafted cocktails. Check it out. It's, it's a great place, the Gaylord, in National Harbor. You can uh, go to it off the Marriott.com website and look it up. National Harbor, it's a beautiful resort and a great place with shopping and a lot more. Hmm. National Harbor Casino is one of several new casinos and betting places opening in Maryland. We here at the Lounge at National Harbor Casino was designed as a prototype for sports betting operations. MGM Resorts is planning to open elsewhere. Well, that's right. Uh, the MGM National Harbor, uh, what, a, what a place. Oh, my gosh. It's a full service um, entertainment uh, complex. Uh, there's a hotel, of course, a casino, restaurants, lots of restaurants, amazing shops, boutique shops as well. A, a complete concert venue that's huge, uh, and we're very excited that the MGM selected Maryland as a location. And brand new, and one of the country's most unique gaming settings, is the outdoor gaming terrace. It features uh, six video roulette machines and some of the most uh, popular slot games, including dancing drums and buffaloes and 88 fortunes and a lot other kind of slot uh, machines. The covered terrace is perfect for gaming. You can mm. enjoy a cocktail and experience just amazing views from that to MGM National Harbor. Harbor. Please find out more at mgmnationalharbor.mgmresorts.com. Now, Tom, we want to ask you about Joint Base Andrews, formerly Andrews Air Force Base. That's the home of Air Force One and the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds. Tell us about a special air show planned for mid-September. Well, it's true. It's right around the corner from National Harbor. In fact, uh, it's not far away. Joint Base Andrews is the home of Air Force One, and there will be uh, lots of opportunities to see the um, United States uh, Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team uh, coming up here. And this year, uh, they'll be flying over Ocean City, June 11th Mm -hmm. and 12th. And uh, over Andrews, over Joint Base Andrews, uh, September 17th and 18th of this year. And what a great show. Uh, the Thunderbirds are amazing, and we get a lot of great um, exposure from both the Thunderbirds and uh, also from the Navy's Blue Angels. Oh, yes. Now, since we're talking about the Air Force and the Blue Angels, Let's talk about the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis. Can visitors take tours there? Well, of course they can. Uh, It's a great uh, town, Annapolis, and the U.S. Naval Academy is a world-class educational institution. Now, it is a military post, so there's a few uh, sort of hurdles to get over. And the Blue Angels will be flying over Annapolis for the U.S. uh, Naval Academy graduation. This year they'll be making flights from... uh, Let's see, May 25th, uh, the 26th, and the 27th. Now, at the Naval Academy, there are 90-minute guided walking tours that are offered all year round, except for any federal holidays. Um, The things that you see on the tour include Bancroft Hall. That's the uh, 
largest uh, dormitory in the United States, 1,700 rooms. There's Ooh. 33 acres of floor space and 4.8 miles of hallways and corridors. Also, you can see the crypt of John Paul Jones, known as the father of the U.S. Navy. And in the main chapel, the most recognized stained uh, glass window is the Commission Invisible, made by Louis B. Uh, Tiffany in the Tiffany Studios. It depicts a newly graduated ensign reading his commission in the shadow of our nation's flag. At 12 noon, there is the noon formation. Now, that's a tradition that started, well, a long time ago, in 1905. And thousands and thousands of naval midshipmen marched in, into uh, Tecumseh Court, and they stand at uh, perfect attention before entering Bancroft Hall for lunch. Now, here's an insider tip, Mariel. Uh, make sure that you have your real ID, as it is required for entry onto the Academy grounds. To find out more, go to NavalAcademyTourism.com and look up the, the historical walking tours, and you'll find out all about it. You bet. Now we're talking with Tom Ryford of the State of Maryland Commerce Department. Tom, Maryland is a great railroad history. I love the B&O Railroad Museum in Baltimore and would love to ride behind the big new steam locomotive on the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad near Hagerstown. I also heard visitors can go rail biking on that line's route. Well, that, that, that's true. And, and, Dan, this is an invitation. Please come. Please mm-hmm. come to the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad. You're just, you're just going to go nuts. It, it, it is so much fun. The Western Maryland Scenic Railroad is, is absolutely amazing. The uh, historic locomotive, it was built way back in 1949, 1949 by the Baldwin Locomotive Works. Now, the uh, CNO, that's the Chesapeake and Ohio Railway, Steam locomotive number 1309. It was built to handle that railroad's heaviest uh, uh, coal cars, coal trains, uh, throughout uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Maryland, until it was finally retired in 1956. Now, a lot of years later, and after meticulous and uh, extensive and very expensive restoration, 1309 has now finally returned back to service. This locomotive pulls trains between Cumberland, Maryland, and Frostburg, and it is the largest operating steam locomotive of its type in the entire world. Now, uh, you mentioned rail bikes. That's kind of a cool thing. That's where you actually sit on a a uh, custom-made pedal-powered vehicle right right on the rail tracks. It's called... Tracks and Yaks, Yaks for kayaks. Anyway, Tracks and Yaks, and it is the only rail bike excursion in the entire uh, mid-Atlantic. It runs on the same tracks as the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad. It's awesome. Visitors can uh, traverse uh, uh, 10 miles going through the uh, 1911 Brush Tunnel, and they also can go through Scenic Helmstetter's Curve. Find out more, uh, Western Maryland Scenic Railroad. WMSR.com or TracksandYaks.com to find out about these rail bikes. It's a lot of fun. Well, I'd love to do that rail bike thing, but I would hate to see that steam locomotive coming the other way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> I think they know. I think they got it figured out. 
<laughs> All right, Tom, tell us about the CNL Canal Headquarters and Visitor Center. I know it's in Williamsport, the midpoint of the historic canal, and there's lots going on, a new aqueduct, a working lock, even boat rides. Well, uh, thank you very much. Um, it is the 50th anniversary of the uh, Chesapeake and Ohio National Historical Park. Yes, the uh, canal headquarters located in Williamsport, brand new facility. A um, lot of things going on. The CNO Canal, by the way, is a top 10 national park in the United States, uh, over 5 million uh, visitors. It is Maryland's largest and most visited national park, stretching 184.5 miles. You can hike it, you can bike it, you can ride horses. A big anniversary. There was, a, in fact, a libation trail. It was unveiled this uh, last year to, so that craft brew aficionados can sip a hazy pale ale that was created for this year that's uh, called Fog Holler. Now, the beer is named for the early morning fog that gathers in the, in the low points along the CNO Canal. Tenth Ward Distillery, another Maryland company, also created the seasonal mule cur with house ginger beer named for the mules that used to pull the canal boats. Uh, you can find out more by going to canaltrust.org. Now, the Williamsport Visitor Center is located right about at mile 100, almost in the midpoint of the CNO Canal towpath in beautiful Washington County, Maryland. And it's uh, situated at the confluence of the Conakajig Creek and the Potomac River. Uh, there uh, has always been an aqueduct there ever since the canal came through. And it's been rewatered, refurbished. It is operating. Boats go across it today. Uh, Williamsport was first settled in 1740. It uh, is really quite a place. At one point, uh, even George Washington considered it as a potential site for our nation's capital. There's a half-mile rewatered section of the canal that leads through the Kushwa Turning Basin under the only railroad lift bridge on the canal and it continues down to lockhouse 44 and a working canal lock now the aqueduct the conakajig aqueduct is located right there it's um, the headquarters of what is known as really a great national park it's uh, just you got to come and see it please uh, stop by the maryland office of tourism website at visitmaryland.org and you can learn a lot more about this world-class national park. Now, Tom, in southern Maryland, there's also big news. A new national marine sanctuary at Mallows Bay Park that protects the remains of abandoned steamships and vessels of World War I vintage along an 18-mile stretch of the Potomac. There's a string of historic shipwrecks wrecks dating back even further to the Civil War. Have you been there, Tom? Oh, I tell you what, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I was awestruck. I saw it uh, from a kayak. Um, <sighs> the Mallows Bay, uh, Potomac River National Marine Sanctuary is located in uh, Najamajoy. Say that three times fast. It's <laughs> absolutely unique to the Maryland experience. Now, while you view the remains of what's known, by the way, as the ghost fleet, um, mm. you can see it from the shore. I really think it's best experienced by um, paddling in a kayak among all of the sort of the shipwrecks that you can see. 
Now, it's great fishing, by the way. Fishermen um, can really find a lot of success as the fish are attracted to the sunken ships. Um, and here's an insider's tip, Dan and Mary Ellen. For optimum viewing of the wrecks, you, you want to come when there's um, low tide because, you know, they're sticking up out of the water. Um, go to sanctuaries.noaa.gov slash mallows Potomac to find out more. Hmm. Tom, let's talk Baltimore. I'm a big fan of the Inner Harbor, including the Aquarium, Science Museum, Fells Point, and the Water Taxi. I think it's one of the best places to stroll on a warm spring day, and I love that it's within walking distance of Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Well, there's also uh, the American Visionary Art Museum. That's the only one of its kind in the U.S. featuring artworks created by very talented but not formally trained artists. The Maryland Science Center has a new permanent exhibit all about the human body. Explore the um, not-so-flattering parts of the human body in the gross, (laughs) ick, yuck area, including the genetics of earwax. Uh, Steps away from the Inner Harbor is the Reginald F. Lewis Museum of Maryland, African-American History and Culture Museum with more than 400 years in its permanent collection. Now, these detail the accomplishments of Marylanders on the national level of uh, industry, politics, uh, leisure activities, sports, the media, the arts, education, the military, and a lot more. Well, I remember visiting the birthplaces of Edgar Allan Poe and Babe Ruth, a terrific art museum that you mentioned, and several sensational seafood restaurants where I enjoyed Maryland crabs. Can out-of-towners still partake? Well, Dan, of course they can, and of course you uh, went to a lot of restaurants. I know that about you. And you bet (laughs) Phillips Crab House in the Inner Harbor now has, get this, a floating, in, in the harbor, a floating picnic pavilion that's absolutely perfect for picking steamed crabs. And there are a lot of other restaurants uh, serving uh, Chesapeake Bay blue crabs. And the best way to locate them is via uh, the interactive Maryland Crab and Oyster Trail website. Go to visitmaryland.org slash article slash Maryland dash crab dash oyster dash trail. You can find it. You can Google it. Uh, The Crab and Oyster Trail is really a lot of fun. With time running out, if memory serves, Baltimore is a city of neighborhoods that it's easy to get around. There's even a light rail system that is part surface transit and part subway that connects BWI Airport to downtown. Isn't that right? Well, yes, the, the light rail is an excellent mode of transportation from BWI into the business district of the city. And Baltimore is truly comprised of a lot of distinct neighborhoods. It's very uh, walkable. For example, there's a promenade that connects the Inner Harbor with the neighborhood of Fells Point right next door. You can also take a water taxi. That's a service that begins again for the season in April. Check out BaltimoreWaterTaxi.com. Now, Tom, how do Travel Itch Radio listeners learn more about Maryland? Well, i tell you what, the best place to go is to visit Maryland.org. And there's so much to see. Go to Ocean City. Go up to northern Maryland to see the the Fair Hill in uh, Cecil County. It's one of only two world-class equestrian events. A lot of uh, great things in Maryland, and you get your free copy of Destination Maryland Magazine 
or you can read the copy entirely online. Visit Maryland.org. Special guest tonight has been Tom Reifert, Assistant Secretary of Commerce for the state of Maryland. Thank you for being our guest on Travel with Radio, Tom. Well, thank you very much, Dan. Thank you, Mary Ellen, and I look forward to seeing you in Maryland. We'll be there. I sure hope so. I, I do love the place. It's beautiful. And spring comes earlier to Maryland than it does to New Jersey, which is where Mary Ellen and I are originating from, so looking forward to an early spring. And listeners, just because baseball is involved in a labor dispute, there's no time like the present to curl up with a good book on the good old days when the only strikes occurred between the white lines. So check out my book, The New Baseball Bible, Notes, Nuggets, Lists, and Legends from Our National Pastime, 480 pages for less than a saw book. It's both a coffee table book and a bathroom book. Read it backwards and still enjoy it. That's The New Baseball Bible with Mike Trout on the cover. Get it tonight on Amazon.com. And that's it for this edition of Travel Edge Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writers, same announcers, we'll head even further south, and we will talk to Travis Curry of Discover Atlanta. You won't want to miss him. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe.